0: The machine is ever-turning, ever-hungry. How do you avoid being eaten? How do you avoid drifting into becoming another cog? Can you escape the machine? Should you try or is it impossible? Pondering these questions and more on the Mention of the Machine. Welcome back to the Mention of the Machine, ladies and gentlemen and others. This is episode 33, and we are not uh, eight shots deep today.
1: I'm only two-ish,
0: <laughs>
1: all right, Joel. I'd like to apologize for my actions last week, last podcast. <laughs> I listened to the podcast and went, huh, that doesn't sound too good.
0: A few mistakes. Be a few little hiccups, no uh no editing.
1: Yeah, I meant to edit the podcast, and it didn't happen.
0: Joel went in raw.
1: yep. So that's what it sounds like when I don't do any work. <laughs> <laughs> and we
0: appreciate the work he does do because we like the podcast to sound nice. Yes. So, Joel, what's going on? I got to meet uh what's his name? Dave. Dave. Dave, Dave yes, is Dave. Real. Dave is real. A lot of people got to meet Dave. Well, yeah.
1: <clears throat> Mara.
0: Mara thought it was rude of me to drink the beer that he brought.
1: He brought beer to be drank. That's what I said.
0: Hmm. So if you're uh, if you were offended by me drinking your beer, Dave, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll buy you a beer, but <clears throat> I didn't get that impression. So, no. Dave is real. Some yeah. of other some of Joel's friends also are real. Mm-hmm. Some of them have a lot of bourbon. Yes, which was an odd thing this, to be around with Joel mm-hmm. after his eight shots. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was made fun of because apparently they have a. There's some kind of brownie or chocolate thing they had, and um, Alex kept talking about how it was just like chocolate milk. And all the adults are drinking bourbon. I'm drinking chocolate milk. Oh yeah, my chocolate <laughs> milk is alcoholic. I don't know what your problem is. I'm just <laughs> quite happy right now. Yeah, yeah. I decided i i, I cheated I cheated fate the night before with mm. the eight shots, and nothing bad happened. And no hangover. So I took it easy for my birthday party. So I took yeah. the worst party.
0: I think the secret to that was that you were. Uh... In recovery mode early enough That like If you went to bed drunk Then you'd probably Woke up hungover But yeah. I think you You recovered enough To get home And then did I some drink, stuff and... I
1: drank plenty of water I even drank some Gatorade
0: Mm-hmm Mm-hmm
1: Apparently Alex and Heather are professionals They've got a thing Called liquid IV That mm-hmm. you mix with water And you drink it It's supposed to Make sure you don't Have a hangover
0: Yeah I've seen that I saw that I saw that there That's a, They saw it on their, their Refrigerator there mm-hmm. They uh Not that I'm Like looking through All their stuff or anything But you know I look at things. I believe
1: you said. What do you have in your hand there? And I said, liquid IV. Yeah,
0: that too. I said, what's that? Uh, uh, yeah, there's the there's the place down the street. Also, the uh, recover place. Mm-hmm. There where it's like for all sorts of stuff. They do uh, they do bag IVs if you wanted to recover from a hangover fast enough.
1: Oh wow, <laughs> now that's straight. That's straight. Like yeah.
0: that's the. Uh, that's that's the Joe Rogan specialty apparently. When they go on tour and stuff, and he's like hanging out with his friends, and they go out drinking or whatever. The next day, he has a nurse come in and it gives them all IVs to get everyone back to level.
1: I I remember when I was my friend. I just graduated college, and my friends' doc, um, my friend's sister was still in college, and she's going to school for being an EMT. And they taught them how to do IVs for mm-hmm. when you get hung over. <laughs> <laughs> I also remember the the science teacher I worked with at this middle school was telling me about if you, really want, if you really want to get drunk, what you do is you get in the mall with vodka. Oh God! <laughs> this is a science te- a middle school science teacher telling me this trick. Yeah, I'm like, this feels a little wrong. Yeah.
0: In a uh, summer school, the one year I had a, a, a biology teacher. He was he's was like he's like a Tony Robbins looking guy. He was like almost seven feet tall and he was like had the the weight of like a normal person he wasn't like tall and lanky and whatever reason we were talking about he was talking about drinking beer and how it's mostly water and at a certain metabolism point like you've got to drink so much more than you can pee out and he said for somebody his size it's very difficult for him to get drunk that way because he can pee out the beer faster than he can drink it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i always thought that was funny
1: well i have a solution for that it's called Long Island Iced Tea. There's <laughs> also a drink called Liquid Cocaine yeah. that will get you insta drunk.
0: If you go to Jack's the South Side, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to give you a pitcher of Long Island Iced Tea.
1: Ooh, it's a long fucking island. <laughs> I remember going out with my, my buddies after college, and my buddy Rob. I, used to, I at the time we didn't live with him, but we were we were went to school together, and um, we went out to Fatheads. It's like, let's do shots. I need a really strong shot, I'm like. Like a cocaine right now. <laughs> like, what's that I'm like? Just get it. And the one guy John goes, "Holy shit! I don't know what the fuck was in here, but I went from sober to fucking hungover over real quick." Beware <laughs> <laughs> the man that can drink two liquid cocaines and not feel it.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah, he's, yeah,
1: he's a professional. I remember when uh,
0: like one fifty one was a big deal. Is that still a big deal for people?
1: I had a rule in college. I learned my freshman year: no alcohol numbers. No Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> no 99 Bananas. No
0: 99 Bananas, <laughs> no 99 bananas was uh, it was good. Uh, I remember that. That used to be on top of our fridge back Anything in the day. With
1: numbers will get you fucked up.
0: Uh, 151 used to get us fucked up. I remember when, when I learned that you could set it on fire. It's like, well, yeah, let's go.
1: <laughs> Have you ever had a Flaming Shot?
0: No, I've seen too many YouTube videos of people messing that up.
1: So the one podcast, they had a, they had a game called Flaming Shot Fails? Well, I watch the first five seconds of video, and then they had to call what kind of flaming shots going to happen. You had the Ghost Rider, where your face caught on fire. <laughs> yeah. You had the Mrs. Doubtfire, where your chest caught fire. Oh, no. You had the Human Torture, where your whole body catches fire. And then there was the Night Rider, which never happened, where you light yourself on fire jump in a Corvette and drive away. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one the one woman said, I'm calling this the Galaxy, the Galaxy 7 uh, f- of Fire. The guy set the cell. He actually set his cell phone on fire.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, alcohol is one way you can temporarily escape the machine, Mm -hmm. but it's also just part of another machine. Yes. So, so what else is going on, Joel? I know you're busy with the the packing and moving. You've been quiet all week, so I Uh, I assumed you were either packing or you were doing something. You don't wanna talk about.
1: Well, as you know, April second at three fifteen PM, my life changed. About the house. <laughs> so I started packing. And like loosely for a week started packing, and realized, This is driving me insane. I need to do some social shit to get, get <laughs> my mind off of the shit. And then for like a week my brain's like, Nope, we ain't doing this shit. Fuck this And I realized, oh shit, I got two weeks before I have to get out of here and this is not done <laughs> I made a push on Tuesday, on Monday. No, May I push on Tuesday, and on Wednesday, and on Thursday. And I'm not doing shit today, because I've done too much shit yesterday. <laughs> I'm about 80% there. It seems like packing
0: should be so much simpler, doesn't it? Like, it seems like you just throw all your stuff in a box and well, well, zip I'd, it up and go.
1: So here's my method. I try to put like stuff together. Mm-hmm. So I like, started doing my office. And what I would do is I'd fill the box up. I'd print a label. I put the label on, on the inside of the box and take a picture. Mm-hmm. So I have a picture of what's in the box and the name of the label. And then on the outside of the box, I put two labels on the on the on the sides and two labels on the on the on the um on the lid. That way, when I stack the box, I can always know what it is. And I get up my phone, and go back and look at the photos. Yeah, smart. So that's been a tedious <clears throat> process. Yeah, I could see that. I built a lot of structures in my in my apartment to make mm-hmm. space. Which also backfired because I had a lot of shit to pack. Mm-hmm. I made a kit. I made a kitchen shelving system because I. I, was, I don't know if I told you this or not, but it's like why spend sixty dollars and buy a shitty shelf like buy sixty dollars worth of lumber and build an amazing shelf, right? <laughs> I was at a structure in my storage area for storage that I took. That took me an hour to take down, but the storage room is full of boxes. The kitchen is full of boxes. The office is son of a nightmare. But manageable, and I can actually walk through my living room right now.
0: Nice, nice. So. Now, you're eventually going to move from this place when you get your parents' house. So the, the challenge now is how can you set that up to be a smoother process I'll down ho- the line? I will have all the
1: boxes, so I don't have to worry <laughs> about
0: it. Yeah, but you're going to buy a lot more shit between now and then.
1: I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope not. My one friend was like, "You're just gonna unpack all this shit." I'm Like, nope, no, I don't. <laughs> all on a need, on a need, i a to need basis.
0: Yeah, I do like the idea of the, uh, the the Tupperware instead of boxes, like the large containers.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're a stackable. They're tough. Hypothetically, my if my if, as long as my part as long as my basement doesn't flood by three, like two feet, my shit doesn't get destroyed.
0: Yeah, and even that, if you bought like a couple pallets, you'd be all right. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, yeah, I keep thinking about uh, using more of them in my house.
1: Well, growing up, we my parents' basement flooded all the time because my dad dug it by hand and we didn't seal the basement until... He
0: must have tough knuckles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right.
1: the, man's yeah. 90, the man's Joe was
0: 90. not impressed with that joke. He looked at me like I said the dumbest thing in the <laughs> world.
1: <laughs> that man is almost 90 years old, fused back, two replaced hips... I think I might be able to take him now. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Old
0: man strength.
1: He got he had a little feisty yesterday. <laughs> but um, yeah, I learned a long time ago to put your put your washer and dryer on top of cinder blocks, <laughs> so when the floor for when the basin floods. Yep. So as I'm doing all this packing, I've had some thoughts. Oh, here we go. So, I'm going to ask you these questions. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much empathy do you think you have? How much what? Empathy. Empathy? I'm told not a lot.
0: (laughs) So, um, So like 2, 3? It's probably under 5. I think a lot of people uh, over-express themselves. And I don't think things are usually as bad as people want to make them out to be.
1: Okay. My next question is... For the small amount of empathy that you do have, when do you choose to use it?
0: Uh, it uses itself. I don't choose to use empathy. It's like either I feel empathetic to somebody or I don't.
1: So you don't decide when you're empathetic to somebody? Hmm. I don't think so. So the way I look at empathy, I'm very empathetic. And i got to choose who I'm empathetic to. Hmm. So, in my point of view, if, for example... You come to me and say, hey, Holden died.
0: Hey, hey, hey. I feel bad.
1: I feel really not bad. Knock on
0: wood on that one. No,
1: Holden yeah. dying.
0: Well, yeah, but man, we're, we're, we're a family that believes in jinxes, so.
1: Well, I'm not saying it's happening.
0: Well, neither is, neither, that's the way jinx work. so. I gotta have this conversation all the time with my mother-in-law about jinxing and stuff.
1: I'm not jinxing that. I refuse.
0: she will be like, oh, you just look at your car or whatever. She'll be like, How long you had that car? You like, Blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, it runs really well, huh? Held up for a long time. And then, like, that's a jinx. Like, wishing bad luck on it. Is that how that works? Yeah. You open the door for bad luck, it comes in.
1: You know, you can't do that. I was not, I was not, I was not aware how that was supposed to work. I thought it worked a different way. But anyway, point is, something bad happens. I feel bad for you.
0: Yeah, but it depends on the person. Like, exactly. like, that's why I mean, like, I don't have a lot of empathy for a lot of things, because <clears throat> a lot of people, anyway, because a lot of people, like I said, they're, they're they pr- bring a lot of things on there themselves that they could obviously solve, so.
1: Like, one thing I used to get accused of was, like, oh, 5,000 people died in a car, uh, in, a, in a plane crash or something. Big well, plane. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, some, something, some tragic event, and I don't feel anything. I'm like, I don't know these people. Right. Why am I putting my energy into feeling bad for these people? And there's nothing I can do about it.
0: Yeah, seven billion people on the planet. Like, I can't feel bad about every stranger I don't know. Exactly. Like, do you feel bad for the, this is going to sound like spaceman stuff, like, do you feel bad for the bacteria that dies while you're, like, living? Like, you're breathing nope. and just walking around? Like,
1: and One thing Stoicism taught me in the grand scheme of things, I am nothing and nobody. Mm-hmm. I'm just a grain of sand, <laughs> right? In a, in a in a beach of sand,
0: like they say in the Bible. Remember, man, thou art dust. Mm-hmm. So I can I can't worry about everything and everyone all the time. Like that's why I. Uh, that's why you you limit your social circle. Like you can't exactly. You can now. I can I can say well, that sucks, and I can kind of empathize, but I'm not going to go full on. Oh, I got to do something. I got to help this person. Mm-hmm. Like
1: I saw it in a friend the other day, and he was talking about how him and his girlfriend were having some issues. He's like I don't know what to do I'm like how about you say something <laughs> like you have to realize that people don't see your point of view you need to show them your point of view and see if they agree, if they understand and work on it from there
0: yeah I had a, I don't know if I told you this quote the one book I was reading it was about networking and the lady said uh, every relationship is a conversation. than that. <laughs> it's, it's a it's it's a profound thing when you think about it that way. All your interactions with that person will contribute to that conversation. From the minute you first meet them, you have that first initial impression of them. Onward, it's a conversation between the two of you.
1: So that kind of ties into the thought I had the other morning. I saw my friend on via Facebook Messenger. I'm like, I know this person's real. <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, like, I at a Truman Show moment. I'm like, is this all real? Is this a show? Like, we do to watch right now? Because mm-hmm. like, the whole thing now is everyone's figuring out about ChatGPT and I was going to take over the world. And I'm like, you realize it can't think, right?
0: That we know of. It can't think. See, that's the thing, though, is you think if you, if you digest that and you say, okay, well, this is the one that they're letting the public play with, uh-huh. you know they have a more superior versions of that somewhere. That the public is not allowed to play with.
1: Here's the thing I, I learned the other day, a couple months ago, when I was doing a podcast with the other guy. Um, <laughs> we don't have an efficient way to do AI. All the technology we use. That noise you heard was Eugene rustling through a bag.
0: That it was. Is, it was
1: my AI bag. Thought it was a better podcaster than this, but apparently not.
0: Oh no, we're raw. We just make noise in the background.
1: Yeah. That's the best way to be. The Bud-
0: sound you hear is the sweet, sweet sound of Bud Light. No. It's our not. sponsor.
1: No it's not. <laughs> friends only friends drink Bud Light. So <laughs> I don't drink beer. I have a lot of friends that do drink beer. One thing I do know, Bud Light is garbage. Yeah, I
0: can't actually remember the last time I drank a Bud Light. Well like- I've had Budweiser and I've had a lot of Michelob Light and or Michelob Ultra in the years and things like
1: that. Uh, Coors Light, but I cannot remember Bud Light. Like, I, I feel like they're all the same beer. They just changed the name and, like, changed the bottle.
0: Well, that's the, we have a we have a theory about the one uh, uh, brewery here in Pittsburgh, uh, Dancing Gnome. All their beers look the same. So we're, we're convinced that behind that wall, it's all just one tap.
1: hmm <laughs> So, like, like I said, I don't drink a beer. But, like, all these beers, they're, they seem like they're all exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And, like, the one podcast, another podcast I was listening to, the girl mentioned how the reason they made these beers was because you need a beer that you can drink out in the sun and, like, drink a shitload of it and not get drunk. I'm like, I thought the purpose of beer was to get drunk.
0: There's also just the way the beer culture came up. I mean, we're in the kind of the heyday of beer culture now where it's like the best time for it because everyone can make beer and people can experiment with it. But if you're mass producing a beer, like one other thing I heard of was like one of the best brewmasters on the planet is the brewmaster for Budweiser because the amount of beer they make and the quality they have to keep it to and it's always consistently that same recipe is pretty incredible.
1: I disagree. The reason I disagree, if you follow the recipe and you follow the timing and everything, it should come out the same way every time.
0: True, but different ingredients mean different things. Like sometimes the the hops might be slightly off, or there might be a drought in one area, or the, the grains and stuff. So the ingredients are always going to be slightly off, but being able to play that game with that, that push-pull with the ingredients to get it to always taste the same. Like every Budweiser you open tastes like Budweiser. Mm-hmm. It's pretty remarkable. I mean, I guess the same thing is true of Guinness.
1: Because I mean, I look at it as baking. I've had this. I've actually had this question multiple people in the past month.
0: But every every pie you bake doesn't taste exactly the same. It tastes good. It tastes like a pie. But you can't put if you put two blueberry pies you baked a month apart for next to each other. However, you would do that, and you tried them, and you probably noticed they didn't taste like they came, it came from the same pie.
1: Hmm. You're making me think a lot for being have <laughs> shots. Just
0: be glad we didn't do this last week.
1: <laughs> Joe'd
0: be fighting me right now.
1: <laughs> no, you you know jujitsu. I know how this will end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, ever, you ever see them cops that fight the guys that are all messed up, and you can tase them, and they walk it off? There's a difference between fighting like it's a regular person and fights, but it's eight shots deep. <laughs>
1: So the scary
0: part for you would be the fact that I just keep giggling throughout the whole (laughs) fight. (laughs) So bring me my fight grease.
1: So another thing I've been thinking a lot about is I use the term future and past Joel, and then I saw another friend. They're like, "Oh, I'm tipsy. I'm tipsy. I'm tipsy. I'm tipsy Jane, or I'm Buzz Jane, or whatever." I'm like, these different personalities are they all the same person? They kind of
0: are. I mean, the thing about like past Joel can set future Joel up for success, and mm. we we know that that's how that works. Matter of fact,
1: today I went to get orange juice for my screwdrivers for lunch for lunch today.
0: <laughs> and I to which go, I, there's 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 questions <laughs> in that, which is like, all right, well. Uh, what success <laughs> like yeah you're setting you're, you're doing good for future Joel but you're also like <laughs> like doing bad for future Joel <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. you know I fucking I, I prepped my my space and <laughs> you know, I made sure I had clean needles for the heroin today.
1: like <laughs> 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 I'm like oh, I go to the bank I'm like well you've got enough cash your in your console to like, go get Noodlehead today open the console it's a $20 bill I'm like well that's <laughs> Joel apparently <laughs> thought because <of the laughs> I didn't <laughs> That you, that, that's, that's
0: funny because it's so much back to the future like Bill and Ted logic like what was the one thing when they were like oh if we needed this then we'll just go back here in the future and put it back here for us now uh-huh. and they lifted up whatever it was and what they wanted uh-huh. was there it's like if you start playing with that game like somebody could fucking make a movie that would blow your goddamn mind it'd be like so much interlaced stuff like that ah time travel yeah did you ever watch Primer uh, which one was Primer? That was like that 40 minute time travel movie where the guys made this time travel device in the storage container and they had to set a timer for how long they were in the container so that they knew they wouldn't run into their past selves or whatever. I didn't see that
1: one. The one I'm thinking of was one where they went to a concert. You know what I'm, I'm talking about? They made the time machine. They, they, bear, they put it in the basement or some shit.
0: No, I okay. didn't see that one.
1: I'll have to look that one up. But there's a time travel movie where they decided to go to a concert, so they went back in time, went to the concert, then came back and like I forget what happened. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, there is an XKCD comic talking about Primer, and it was like when you know people like go graph a movie. Like they'd had the graph for like Star Wars, the graph for like Jurassic Park, and all that, mm-hmm. and for Primer it was like uh, the line started out and then it became all these <laughs> squiggles all <laughs> over the place before it went back out. <laughs>
1: like, awesome. Yeah, Primer's worth your time. I have to watch that one. Well, like, I think about all these different iterations. I'm like, I remember I, 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 my one friend was like, Well, Dark Ted's coming out, so, you know.
0: <laughs> Dark Ted.
1: <laughs> and my one buddy, like, we go flying, and um, we're trying to get this plane to fly. And, like, my buddy goes, Ah, Mike's not here yet. And then he's like, He looks at Mike, There it is. There's a look in his eye. This <laughs> <laughs> is <just> going down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i think about it also from the perspective of what uh jordan peterson said when every time you create a goal you create a version in your psych of the person that you would be when you had that goal that's judging your progress towards that goal mm-hmm. and that's kind of like the past joel future joel thing mm-hmm.
1: excuse me your excuse just it's funny like a lot of these thoughts have been going through my head lately as i'm packing It's like I do all this work now because I know later it's gonna pay off. Mm -hmm. Like moving day, I decided what I'm gonna do is my buddy Rob's coming early. I'm gonna get my mattress, my deep freeze, all the stuff that won't fit in my car to the new apartment because he's got to be out by 9:30. His daughter has a has a party. When the the actual move happens, it's just gonna be a bunch of ants just putting putting boxes on a truck, Mm -hmm. and all the same size. So it's not gonna be like oh, where does this go? Just Stack the shit and go out and be done.
0: I hope it's that efficient. That's my goal. I've been through many, many moves, and for some reason, it's always... There's always something that's off.
1: Oh, no. I'm fixing this. Because I don't like wasting people's time.
0: While <clears throat> well, all the ants are putting the, the boxes towards the truck, you should play the, the background music from our podcast. Dee, 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 da da that da
1: I gotta buy a sticker so I can color code whites only no <laughs> I did buy a sign from Rogers it, it's, uh, we serve colors, takeout only mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna put it in my kitchen I think it'll be highly amusing and highly offensive
0: <laughs> put it above your window in the kitchen so it's like a takeout window <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, it's only offensive to people that can't laugh
0: mm-hmm. which is everyone nowadays
1: so the other thing i was talking about i was telling my friend christy about uh internet culture mm-hmm. like rule 43 mm-hmm. and i was thinking about how like which one's
0: that you know, if, you can,
1: if you can think of it there's a porn for it.
0: oh yeah yeah okay with world 34 is the the gender reversed characters is that right oh, okay th- I think. I think so, too. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm,
1: too, I'm too old that, for that shit. I was thinking about, like, you know you know they're trying to ban TikTok now, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's funny how, like, you're taking internet culture and you're trying to ban it. I'm like, you know, you know what witchcraft you're working with here? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, back in the... Like, I I was telling my one friend, I'm like, I grew up in the 90s in the internet where there was no na- net nanny or filters. Like, you saw everything.
0: Yep. It was all raw.
1: And it's <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to offend you, like <laughs> You can try. <laughs> yeah, good luck with
0: that. Because,
1: <laughs> like, I was telling a story the other day how a friend of mine and I went to this—we'll say it's a store—and <laughs> didn't know what it was. It was one of those—it was Lawrenceville. one of those stores are like there's no windows, no doing nothing. thing. I'm like, what the hell is this place? And got invited us to then. Guess what it was? Porn store. Yep. And there's all this stuff in there. I'm like, read about that on the internet. Saw that on the internet. <laughs> no, what's that? I'm like. Well, I shouldn't answer this question because it's going to discriminate me. How do you know this answers? Same thing with cards. Against the I, I my buddy's and I had a date, a uh, a game night, and we were playing. I'm like, you know, the sad thing is, I can explain most of these cards, and nine times a of ten, how do you know this?
0: Yeah. yeah, I run into that all the time where people, people are like, why, why do you know about this? It's like I've been on the internet eight hours a day for a long time. <laughs> yep, like I, I've seen shit that you shouldn't see I've exposed myself to stuff on purpose that people shouldn't expose themselves to Mm -hmm. like uh, the the subreddit terrifying as fuck I frequent that one Uh, the fight ones I frequent that Mm -hmm. one Uh, uh, there's a a bunch of them like cataclysmic failures and things like that where it's like I've seen some pretty horrific stuff just to build that callus in my mind that Mm -hmm. it's not the one Goggins is talking about Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. so when I do see something horrific I'm just like eh
1: (laughs) Was like that... I tell this story years ago. I think it was... I don't know if it was in college. Or, like, it was after college. My buddy Scott and I were going down to Harmerville. And we walked from the bowling alley over to, like, Burger King. hmm And we were going through the one parking lot. And I heard this noise. I'm like, nope, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and Scott's like, oh, what's that? He turns I looks around. This car comes sideways across, like across the parking lot. He goes, maybe we should get... He looks around. I'm gone. I'm like... <laughs> I don't need time to know this is bad.
0: Yeah, it's like the spider sense is tingling. It's time to go. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, a heightened awareness of, like, when it's time to get the fuck out of somewhere. The downside to that is that I've, since I've seen those sorts of things, I'm that idiot that, like, well, my wife and I, we were at Target the one day, and uh, some guy some guy got into a knife fight with another guy. So they started in the bathroom, started, well, then they were out by the cash registers, like, still doing it, and, like, didn't know exactly what was going on, but knew there was something going on. So, like, I wanted to watch. <laughs> and Mars like, no, we gotta go. Like, and I'm like, but... And, and then it's like, finally, like, my brain's like, yeah, you're right, get out of here. <laughs> but I'm just sitting there, like, watching it like it's a movie. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> These special effects are amazing. Wow.
0: When I, when I was in uh, high school, we, uh... I used to frequent a video game not a video game store, a, like a, a tabletop gaming store in mm-hmm. Oakland. Um, and we bought a, for whatever reason, they had medieval weapons you could buy there, like real ones. This was like, it's a, called a main gauche or something. It's like this long dagger thing. Mm-hmm. And it was sharp as shit. And uh, they sold it to us for 25 bucks. We were like 15, 16. So <laughs> I had this thing, and my, my two friends were like, one was playing with the other one, wanted to play with it, and they were, like, fighting over it. And my one friend got stabbed in the femoral artery in his leg. And it, it, when he when they pulled the blade out right there, like, I watched his blood shoot from that artery, hit the ceiling, and come back down on the floor. And it was, like, surreal at the time. It's like, and you're like, you, all right, you know, grab tiles, wrap up, blah, 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 call 911. But it's like, I never forgot that spray of that blood. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, it really does do that. <laughs>
1: What's that one quote you said about? I can't make any more friends. i very buried too many. <laughs>
0: that was from a <laughs> that was from a Saturday Night Live Jeopardy thing, where the guy was supposed to be this real grizzled old man. And at the end of the Jeopardy, when he won, the guy next to him went to shake his hand. He looked at the guy's hand and said, "I buried too many friends to make new ones." <laughs> that guy just looked at him. He's like, "Man, you are grizzled." <laughs> <sighs> The things that stick with you,
1: yeah. But like, it's funny because like I'm 45 now, and like, of course, aches and pains and usual. It's like, how's my dad age when he had me? Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's 90. He's almost 90. He's still going. I'm like, how do you do it?
0: You know what's weird? I don't know if it's the same for you, but is it for me? Where you can pretty much count back to where you injured yourself. That's giving you that pain now. You're like, oh, my, my ankle kind of clicks suddenly when I walk. You're like, oh, this is because of that that I did when I was, mm-hmm. like, 12.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember the one time, like, when I was real little, I'd be, like, 11 or 12. I have this scar that goes down, like, half my, my thigh. And it's been so long, it's actually shrunk. I'm like, I used to be longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. And I keep thinking about, what if we got stem cells? How dangerous would we be?
0: Yeah. I do, I do wish there was just a, like you got a a new body at a certain age. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, you do every every seven years.
0: (laughs) That ain't the same. (laughs) I guess, I guess that you need a new, new, new nervous system. Yeah. Because technically the, the the hardware should still be working, but your nervous system is in the way.
1: Mm -hmm. It's funny because like, I'm to the point now where like, and this has been for at least, I don't know, six years now. I can't tell you if I got a good night's nice sleep or not. I gotta look at my watch to see how long I actually slept.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to send away for a uh, sleep apnea home home test today, so I should be getting that in like two weeks.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's funny, like I'll wake up like, oh, I okay, feel great. Oh, it's midnight. I went to bed an hour ago.
0: <laughs> What's weird for me is uh, like if I if I don't drink not that I'm, like, a flaming alcoholic, because that's kind of, like, nah, this is going to gonna sound like that's that. That's
1: 2021, Eugene. This is 2023. You're just a slight alcoholic now.
0: It's going to sound like that, but it's, like, uh, I realize one of the reasons why I've been having so much trouble getting up and working out in the morning is because I'm not drinking as much at night. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, for whatever reason, waking up, like, a little annoyed at myself and a little, like, slightly hungover was enough to push me to get to the gym. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, if I... Now I think my body's getting all that good night's sleep that it missed out on. So it's like I go into, like, full coma mode.
1: Mm-hmm. My well, body talks about it, It's like, I didn't drink last night. I slept amazing. Maybe I should stop drinking.
0: I slept amazing last night. Let me celebrate this with a
1: drink. And then there's me. It's like, maybe I should drink more. <laughs> maybe I'm missing out on stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a weird calculus of, like... Whatever you do, you pay for later, somehow.
0: Everything has a price. If you if you don't move if you don't work out, you're gonna pay that price. If you do work out, you're gonna pay that price. I look at it like at least I know why my body is sore and it hurts mm-hmm. if I work out, versus if I'm just sitting around watching T V and I'm like, Ah oh, man, something hurts. Like mm-hmm. I have no idea why it hurts.
1: I think like you said, it's if you don't give your body a reason, it gives you a reason. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I'm still waiting for the weather to be so I can just roll out of bed and go biking. But now that I'm moving, it's like, 17 minutes is coming right to 10 minutes. Like, i got to find some place to a bike that's close to my apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, last year was great. Like, when I'd, I'd roll out of bed, get my bike, go ride, and come back, I'm like, I could take on the world! It's that like 7.30!
0: That was two years ago.
1: That was last year, too. Was it? Mm-hmm. Last year, you didn't do bike as much. I didn't bike as much. I mean... <laughs> I did 106 days consistently in 21, but I did bike more consistently throughout the year. Hmm. Like I actually, I actually after the 106 days, I'm like, you know, you can have a rest day. You don't have to bike every single day. It's Goggins' time. <laughs> but like, That's I like poopy Pants stuff. I like the, I like, to play like the fact that when I do go biking, I can put on some audio and either learn something or just zone out.
0: Yeah, the audio for me is more. I don't turn it up loud enough to actually listen to an audio book or a podcast or anything when I'm biking. It's, so it's got to be music. And then even then, the music is just kind of background noise for me.
1: Well, depending on the playlist I play, it depends on if I break a PR or not. Yeah. There was that one day I went out three times, and I think the third time was like 95 degrees. Like, be careful. I'm like, I don't have to be careful. I go out to the jail. I'm coming back. I'm like, I don't feel too good. <laughs> I'm like, if I get out this bike, I'm not getting back on this bike. Uh-huh. I got to keep going. And I got like two miles from the car and that BFG division came on from Doom and I broke a PR after feeling like shit. Yeah,
0: that's that's the stuff Goggins talks about when your body's like lying to you about shit and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you can fucking go harder than that. Like your body lies mm-hmm. all the time. I was working mm-hmm. out this morning and it was, it was, uh, I miscalculated yesterday when I did my workout and so today was leg day for me when, yeah, yeah, when uh, yesterday should have been a leg day. And I didn't want to do it, and I fucking forced myself to do it, and I was like, all right, I'm going to get under the squat rack, and I'm just going to I'm gonna do one one rep. And of course, you do the one rep, and you're like, well, I'm under here, I'm just going to do the rest of the reps. And it felt great afterwards. So your body
1: lies. Yeah, there have been so many times I got out of the trail, I'm like, I'll, I'll do two miles. And I was like, oh, three, four, five. I'm like, well, shit, I'm going for six miles, let's see if I can keep going.
0: Yeah. And I knew exactly when, like, the switch started flipping in my head for like lifting today, because it was, it was after the squats, and I was like, man, I don't, I should just call the rest of this done and be like, you know, I did something, and I was doing lunges, and I was like, for whatever reason, I picked up the dumbbells, just started clanking them together before I did it, and I started getting all fired up, and I'm like, yeah, it's go time.
1: There's been so many times where I got a project to do for work, and I got this, um, this playlist called Data Course. Because the the, the majority of the songs the songs are from Dark Tide, and there's a there's a part of the, and there's a, there's there's a section of the game where it's like you're slogging through and the music comes on. And it's like, Fuck it, we can do it. <laughs> so I play that whenever I got a project to do. It. It's about twenty minutes long, and by the time I play last I'm like, okay, who's next?
0: I always think about uh, video game moments like that, like the, the one that always stands out is from the first Metal Gear Solid game for mm-hmm. the first PlayStation, how it's like this sneaky stealth game mm-hmm. up until there's this one part where you've got to climb up this tower, mm-hmm. and it's this endless staircase going up that's like these guys are just coming at you, and you're just M4-ing the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. The music, it changes at that part in the game, and you're just like, this is
1: badass. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, I forget what game it was. It was Super SS- Mario Bros. SS- SS- SSX Tricky. And the music—it was a—it was, was a snowboarding game. So it was like Tony Hawk on snow. Yeah, yeah. But they set it up so the the bat, more tricks you did, the cooler the music got. <laughs> so the music was very layered. So it's like, oh, look at this! I'm doing this. But by, t- by, by the time you're bending laws of physics, and like this amazing course is going off. Like, oh, I'm a fucking snowboarding god! I
0: do have to look into the physics of like snowboarding and skiing and just skateboarding and stuff like that. Like. If you took one of those jumps and you just jumped it, you'd break your goddamn legs. But mm-hmm. you do it on a skateboard and somehow you're okay. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? The skateboard's got no shock absorption. Like,
1: what the hell's going on there? Well, it's like the Triple X movie. Like, when they do, he jumps out of a helicopter and he's, like, snowboarding down an avalanche. Yeah. It's like, no way in hell.
0: <laughs> what the hell did I just watch? It was, the, uh, it was one of the scenes on YouTube from the One Ninja Turtle movie where they're, and they're like, sliding down the building and stuff like that mm. and like they're they're going down vertical glass but they're slowing themselves down I'm like this doesn't seem right mm-hmm. like, this isn't real world physics
1: if you make it if you make a scene awesome enough you don't think about it when you do it badly you think of all the reasons it's going wrong oh yeah yeah like the like the fast and the furious movies but <laughs> like the last movie that did fucking vin diesel hits a fucking bridge breaks the cable and swings the car with the fucking rope like
0: yeah and people were worried that the most unrealistic thing about that was ludicrous going to space. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, no, that part right there was the most unrealistic part. I'm excited for the next one, too. So am I. I don't care. Like, that's why I watch those Transformers movies. Because I'm tired of tired of everything having to be serious and serious and explained and everything in movies. Like, just make a movie and let it be.
1: I, I tell the story of the time I did a triple feature with my buddy Eric back in 2001. It was um, Tomb Raider, Evolution, and Swordfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, we're, so watching, Evolu- watching Tomb Raider doesn't say anything. Watch Evolution doesn't say anything. We go to Swordfish, the most realistic movie out of the entire day. The dude's doing, that doesn't look real, man. I'm like, you just watched an alien invasion and a time travel movie with fucking Laura Croft and this is what she's with?
0: Yeah, it's like when people complain about something like the physics in Star Wars or something. It's like, it's a movie about space wizards. What the hell are you talking about? Uh-huh. Why can you hear the TIE Fighters in space, dummy? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, it's like Battlestar Galactica 2005 edition, where they they do all the space shit. I'm like, shut the fuck up. This is amazing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Of Of course, Adama can pull that off. Why wouldn't he be able to?
1: He's Adama. Well, like the, the one scene where they, where they rescue the humans, and they basically drop the battle star into oh, that's fucking incredible, and that's... then they just, they they just warp out. Yeah, And it's like, holy shit! And then they, they cover their heads, and it's gone. I'm like, what the fuck?
0: Because that was, like, such an incredible... Like, strategically, that is just balls to the wall <laughs> yeah. crazy. Like, we're going to warp into space, into into the gravity, let the gravity start taking us down. We're going to launch all our fighters while we're firing the guns, and then we're going to dip out real uh, quick before they realize what happened. <laughs> and it's like, Jesus Christ... <laughs> And the setup for it was so good because you were like, "This, there's what's going on." Like, mm-hmm. like, why? they're all captive now. Like, this is all. This is this isn't the way the show ended last season. And it's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm watching when I get back to my computer.
1: <laughs> I do need to rewatch. <laughs>
0: I think it was, like, I can't watch the whole show again, but I'll watch that one. Yeah,
1: I think what destroyed it for me was when they when they basically described that it was a analogy for the war in Iraq, and how like. It, it used to be it was it was humans versus Cylons, and then mm-hmm. it then became humans versus humans, mm-hmm. and that's what destroyed the show for me. Uh, because yeah, cool. like this thing Walking Dead, I'm like, oh all these zombies. Oh no, we're gonna work. We're gonna focus on people fighting people because they suck. Not about how do, we... like zombie was like, like zombie kill of the day. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, that uh, the problem with Walking Dead was it kept looping that same plot line over and over again. It hmm. wasn't just like. A running thing throughout the show like like, that's where the last of us i think got it correct was because like it sets it up that humans are fucking shitty and there's these zombies that are in there and it's not like oh you're gonna encounter a different group of shitty humans like no it's just Mm -hmm. this is fucking other people like avoid other people (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. well like walking dead pissed me off because i figured out the formula it was okay here's a group of people we're gonna go someplace we're gonna set up camp Something's gonna happen, we're to overrun, we gotta go to a new place. Mm-hmm. They did that for like four seasons. Yeah. And then they got to that one that was a ter- it was right after Terminus. The whatever that town was, and yeah. they stayed there for too long, like, you fucked up the show. Yeah. Like, if you have a perfect formula, you don't notice it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it, they started doing, like, time jumps and stuff, and I couldn't I couldn't follow it anymore. I was like, eh, you know. The when comic the, book was, at a, I, I think the comic book had ended at that point, yeah. and it was like the comic book itself even realized that it was it was running the when, same plot line. When over Negan over, yeah. stuck
1: around for more than a season, I'm like, okay, I'm out.
0: Well, when Negan became a good guy, I'm like, this is, this invalidates everything that we felt in the other seasons.
1: Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, media yeah so like i saw my buddy nick about this this morning kind of like i feel like tiktok allowed me to look into in other people's lives because like you got this 30 second video now 90 second whatever time what they have now some of them are
0: longer i think some of them are like 10 minutes
1: oh i didn't know they got that long
0: yeah some of them like that's like i can't watch them like
1: but like you've got these like there's a guy used to vlog called t- his tow truck dude and he ran a tow truck, and he told all these stories about running a tow truck and all the crazy shit he got into. Mm-hmm. And like you got to see, like what it's like to be a tow truck guy. And then like, this other girl, she was a Negro, but she had a friend who worked at Advance Auto, and he talks about all the story of the stories of customers in, in, in Advance Auto. Yeah, it's so, like you get these slices of people's lives. Like, huh? I don't have any idea this is going on, but yet it is.
0: Yeah, how multi layered society is.
1: Yeah. Like I was telling you earlier off air that we were I was watching this one channel on YouTube, they do video game comedy and basically it's like it was a commentary on like the news about, about consoles and stuff, and like I watched two years of this shit in a period of a week and I realized wow the game industry is just as to every other industry. <laughs> like as a child, like back in the day, they were on point and now they're like every other industry just trying to make false promises and not many people notice their sh- their shit.
0: Yeah, and I, th- I think that that's more and more coming to light is how bad that industry is. Like, all the people that grew up wanting to be, like, a video game developer and stuff, like, thank God I didn't go that route, because I don't want to be locked in an office for, like, three months at a time, mm-hmm. working all night, and, like, just to produce something that may or may not get released or may mm-hmm. not be a hit, like...
1: Well, look at Cyberpunk. They, they had, like, how many years they are supposed to come out? And then, like, I were it. There were I, it was four releases that I was like, oh, I took my birthday off for the one year, uh-huh. and then finally, like, oh, we're going gold. And, like, back in the day, if you went gold, you were fucking releasing no answer above. Yeah. Bought my video card. like, oh, we're pushing it back a month. I'm like, there goes my vacation.
0: Yeah. I I built a, a gaming PC just because that game was coming out, and I was excited for it. Because I was like, oh, man, it's going to be like Grand Theft Auto, but with hacking and everything mm-hmm. else. And it's going to be sweet. And uh, it was very... still felt on rails for some reason. felt... Very narrow. Like, you couldn't quite do as much stuff even as you could do in, like, Grand Theft Auto 3. Like,
1: mm-hmm. Well, the one thing I always talk about is, like, for me, going into programming and learning how to program, this, this happens with most video games. I get the game, I'm all excited, to play the game, and then within a, a day or two, I start seeing the loops and the, and the, and the procedures. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's just this loop until this happens. Yeah. And I get bored, but, like, I found on games that have a lot, like, a lot, like you get to work with other people, that changes the dynamic.
0: Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, uh, one of the problems I run into games with a lot nowadays is, like, the, the fetch quest thing. Like, oh, I've got to go here and get this thing, and I've got to go FedExing. here. What's that? Do you mean FedExing. FedExing, yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah, like, I'm...
1: What was that movie that had, um, that video game that was um, the dude, the um, crossbow guy from Walking Dead...
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Death Stranded. Yeah, Death like
1: Stranding, it? it's like you're basically a Comcast guy and a FedEx guy.
0: <laughs> That's supposed to be an amazing game though, actually.
1: But when you boil it down to it, you're going from station to station delivering shit and installing people's internet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he, like uh what like every time I play an RPG game, like I tried to play Skyrim, but it was like that sort of thing and like I can't get into that anymore, really. Like, and he, it... the if you think about it long enough, it's like, okay, well, every video game is basically like the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, even Super Mario Brothers is really just that, but at least it's entertaining. Fucking... Some of those games, they'll have you listen to like a half hour of dialogue before you just go and do Final this fucking... Final Fantasy 7. Oh, God.
1: Final Fantasy had that 42-minute cutscene so you could not skip.
0: I remember playing Final Fantasy 7. I remember we were playing it against... There's the, the one optional boss that's like under the water or something, and... Mm-hmm. And the way to beat him is you had to chain these certain attacks together that had, each had this cutscene, and then you'd have the other person mimic it. So it was like, yeah, you do the attack, the attack took ten minutes, and the other person would mimic it, it was like ten minutes, and then the other person would mimic it, like ten minutes. It was like, you, at the end of like a half an hour, you had done like a lot of damage to the thing, which still wasn't enough, but it was like, you just had to keep watching the same goddamn cutscene over and over mm-hmm. again. I
1: remember I was all excited to get Knights of the Round. I spent three days in that fucking Chocobo race to get fucking Knights of the Round.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that Knights of the Round is the one I'm talking about. That's the one where you can keep looping mm-hmm. the thing. Fucking, yeah, that game. That game was impressive, but it broke something in me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think they, the only other Final Fantasy game I played after that that I enjoyed, I think, was Final Fantasy X.
1: I didn't enjoy any of them. Seven is the one I enjoyed. Like, 8 was some fucking love triangle. Mm-hmm. 9, the guy had a fucking tail.
0: Yeah, 9 was, like, almost a throwback to the other one. But 10 was the one for PS2 that came out that was... Uh... That
1: was a pretty one.
0: That was a pretty one, and it was also, I was like... more
1: obsessed with the leveling of the character in that game because of, of the spheres than I was with the actual fucking game. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then I think that was the last one I played.
1: But, like, the one thing I learned between that and Shining Force was like... Shining Force was my shit. It was mine, too. I remember I spent hours playing the same battle over and over again, the power level of my character, so that, like... I think there's, like, three or four levels that I did that with. Like, i just sitting there for three hours, just playing the same thing. <laughs> aggress, come back, fight, level up. Oh, look, I'm level 20, you guys are level 5. Whap! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the one thing was, like, do not, do not promote your character because then they become shit again. Uh-huh.
0: But then they can get stronger and eventually mm-hmm. it's yeah shining force was good what else was, i mean there was there were some good games back in the day but if, as, if the storyline didn't grab you that's that's one of the i i think there's a website that, or if there's not I, I daydreamed and somebody should make it where it's like how many hours do i have to play this game before i get caught into it mm-hmm. like where's the give up point yeah like when you're reading a book, like where's the give up point for you? Realize I'm not interested. How in this many book.
1: how many games have you played for like six or eight hours and realize, well, I fucked this up. And you start over because you figure out the right way to play the game.
0: None. Usually, like I, I don't. I don't go back and restart it.
1: I found like I'm like, oh, this is the way to play the game. I'm like, wait, this is totally wrong, and I'd start it over because like. It's just like 2 or 3 hours in it's not that like 6 or 8 hours. Yeah. But like you make a decisions. I'm like this is a great idea. I'm like, no, this is wrong. This is totally wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I've been thinking about uh like Elden Ring, I'm at the end and I, I can't beat the last guy and I can't beat the one optional boss right now and it's like I have the option to the choice to either keep leveling up to, until, until I can do that, which is just like a tedious process or I can not play it. Mm-hmm. But I I would like to do like a new game plus on that one.
1: Well, that's like uh, the movie, the game, The Ascent, that came out for PC. You get certain levels, Mike. Am I under for this? Or mm-hmm. Like, I got to the very, I, I got the DLC. And, like, I played through. So, I played through the game by myself. Like, my, my buddy Tim, I played with him. My other buddy Mike, I played with him. So, I'm in, like really high level in this game. And the DLC came out, so I played it. I got the end boss. I couldn't beat him. Like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Well, I found out there's a there's a skill that you can use. It's called hyperfocus, so it makes a sphere around you, and bolts slow down, and everything slows down, but your attacks don't. Hmm. So basically, if you're fighting a guy and he's like shooting at you, you put you put hyperfocus on, and the bolts just slow down. You can just basically sidestep them. Yeah, but you can keep firing, and he gets hit just as fast. Hmm. And that's that was the key to beating the game was that one skill.
0: Yeah, that sort of shit happens a lot of the time, and that's I I, I think that's more prominent now because of the internet, and they expect you to go and look up stuff. Versus like when we were kids and it was like the only reason you knew about things like Warped Zones and Super Mario Brothers stuff was because some kid in the neighborhood knew somebody that knew about it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, nobody knew about it. Fun times. Fun times back in the day. Or you knew that one kid that had the Nintendo powers.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember when I was in middle school, I did a, I did a, for the, for the uh, school paper, I did a video game section. That AOL, 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 AOL. Like, actual AOL. And I would actually go online and get the strategy guides. And I'd, I'd print moves. And I'd go, You sold that from Nintendo Power or Game Pro. I'm like, No, I didn't. I sold from the internet. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> were you. Were they expecting you to have made it up yourself?
1: No, but the guy's like, You just copied that out, out of the So magazine. I'm like, <laughs> No, I didn't, my friend.
0: I copied it off the webpage.
1: Mm hmm. Oh, video games. Yes. Oh, life. Life and video games are, are. So my buddy and I were playing Dark Tide when it came out. It came out, I think it came out like the thirtieth of November. We got like into the beta like three days before it came out. So I'm playing this game. It's like it basically like you're a inmate. You get a second chance at life, so you gotta go and basically go through and clean out all these hordes of creatures trying to take out whatever. So there's, like eight levels you can play. You drop in. You basically got to kill all this shit and shit just keeps on coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this feels like an analogy for life. Like, <laughs> you keep on going and shit just keeps coming. It's like, all you can do is just get good enough to keep that stuff at bay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, what is what is life becoming? Why am I seeing parallels in video games now?
0: Mm-hmm. This shouldn't
1: be a thing.
0: People are writing them into there. We've come a long way from a, uh, a Japanese game about an Italian plumber eating trippy mushrooms.
1: Mm-hmm. Pong. Hockey.
0: What was the first video game you played?
1: Pong. I think so, too. My, my parents had an Atari. It had Pong and Hockey. And it was basically the same fucking thing. The only difference was, like, they, they changed the graphics slightly. It was the same fucking thing. I'm trying to remember,
0: then. I'm trying to think. Did I did I play any... It had to have been an arcade game that I played before then.
1: No, I know I played Pong because I had it home. Yeah. I didn't go to the arcade until, like, 1990, 1989.
0: Was, well, I mean, I, there was, it wasn't like going to the arcade, but you'd go into, like, a store and they'd have, like, an arcade machine yeah. or something. Yeah,
1: like, like, I don't know, Murphy's Mart? Yeah, but,
0: like, what, like, Pong was out before Pac-Man, right? Or was Pac-Man yeah. out
1: before Pong? Pong was out before Pac-Man.
0: Okay, and it had to have been
1: Pong. Because I think Pong was, like, 70-something and Pac-Man was, like, 80s. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it had to have been Pong, then. I don't know.
1: But the other thing, too, is I, I feel like I'm, I am keep dating myself, because, like, it's that one quote, I was there when the old magic was written. Uh-huh. So, All the time. Like, like, I remember when Wolfenstein and Doom came out and those games. I remember, like, a game came out a year. Like, every year there's a new game that <laughs> came out. The thing is,
0: is, there still is. I just don't care anymore.
1: No, it's more than Now it's like every week some game's coming out or some indie game's coming out.
0: Right, but um, there's some game that's like the game that people are looking forward to. Like, I know next month the new Zelda game comes out and it looks incredible.
1: I feel like I'm under a rock then because I had no clue what's coming
0: out. Yeah, well, it's for the Nintendo Switch, though. So. Yeah.
1: But yeah, it looks,
0: it looks incredible. Um, I'm excited for that one.
1: I'm not excited for anything right now. Cause you're moving. No, because I'm moving. i just like, my buddy got me into Dark Tide. Cause like now I got somebody I can actually play co-op games with. Like I can actually play some of these multiplayer games now. Yeah. And like for example, we got so good at Dark Tide, it's like we got to the point where we can play a four-player map with just two players. And like, nice. We took we took like a month or two off because he had stuff going. on, I had stuff going on. We went back to play a game, and he's like, "Why is this so shitty?" I'm like, "Well, we don't suck. It's just..." The people we we're playing with suck, and we're just not used to playing with actual bad players anymore. Because <laughs> we were playing this one game, and like we're going through the map, and like we, there's certain maps we've played a thousand times. But like there's a, there's that map you don't want to play. There's your favorite map. It's your second favorite map. So this is like our second or third favorite map, and it's like we're going through. I'm like, why is this taking so long? And I realize the other two guys are dead. So it's just <laughs> me and my buddy c- carrying the game, uh-huh. and the guy. I see a chat. Are those guys bots? They fucking suck. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm still alive. You're dead. Yeah. (laughs) So we fight up up the spiral. Now we gotta fight all the way back down to save their asses and go back up. (laughs) We end up we end up uh, wiping the game because they died again and we got overran. I'm like, my back, my back hurts from carrying all these assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like, there's this one game we played where like, there's us and there's other two randos. So the one rando is just doing dumb shit. So then we get to this elevator to go to the next level. And the one guy's all the way back. We're, we're, me and my buddy are on chat. I'm like, I'm not going. He's like, I'm not going. Even the rando guy who wasn't with us was like, I ain't going back. Either. <laughs> he just standing there all waiting for from the dice to go to the next level. I'm like, that's bad. <laughs> that's bad when, the, when nobody wants to come save you.
0: Yeah, you contributed nothing to the party at that point. I am excited for the uh, the Flash movie. I saw that. Looks amazing, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: it does look amazing. I'm kind of scared.
0: Me too. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. And then it's like, I don't care for the main actor because he's apparently like a kidnapper
1: and all that oh, sort I thought, of shit. I thought he was a. Um, I thought he kept stealing stuff.
0: That no, that and he was like he kidnapped some people and like, he done some bad shit. But that movie but, looks incredible. But here's
1: the thing, you can't have a good actor or actress without some shit in the background.
0: I think that's not entirely true i think it's very true because
1: greatness requires some kind of suffering or some kind of broken thing for example your wim hof guy his wife took a swan dive off the apartment building after kissing his his kids goodbye
0: right but i mean you don't have to be a goddamn kidnapper or something like that you you don't have to be a criminal you gotta have
1: something wrong with you
0: you can't everyone's got something wrong with them that's just i'm talking like
1: there's a there's a balance between being great and having something wrong with you Look at Goggins. Goggins is amazing, and he had such a fucked up life and all these health issues. Like it's all related. And I said the other a couple of weeks ago, I don't want to be that good to have that kind of problems.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I, I kind of agree with you. I kind of disagree with you because there's people out there that are doing good things that aren't fucking. Horribly broken. I mean, I think about They're horribly like horribly
1: broken. They just don't know how to take. They just don't I, th-
0: I mean, from like a, like an acting standpoint. I mean, I think of like Tom Hanks, great mm-hmm. actor. Mm-hmm. You don't hear about anything bad with
1: him. Like, That's, that just means he's got a good handler. Uh, he's been around for forever, though. Exactly. So. He's got a good handler who cleans up all the messes. What's that show with the guy who played Sabretooth, And he was like the fixer. Like shit goes wrong, he goes and, and cleans up some room, uh, out. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I heard that was a good show.
1: Yeah, that he's got one of those guys. Do you think that's true? You think, yep. he, you think he's got somebody? You know what? You know what your "I left floating" that everyone hates. What's that? That Mister Rogers is not as good as you think he is. See, I disagree
0: with that one. I know you do.
1: But I'm saying I set so many people off by saying he's got some shit hidden that we don't know about.
0: I don't know because I've because kn- like die, die knows. Di, one of die's friends knows him. One of die's friends was married by Mister Rogers. Mister Rogers presided over their wedding, and. I have never heard anything bad spoken about that man. And every once in a while, you just get somebody that's that's good, man.
1: It's, it has they, to happen. Or they got a good fixer, is all I'm saying.
0: Mm, they didn't have fixers like that back then. Christ. You want to bet? No. If all the shit about Kennedys and all that keeps coming out, then fucking Mr. Rogers on the PBS ain't going to have a good fixer. Are you crazy?
1: Kennedy didn't want to pay the money. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh-huh.
0: No, no. Everything's
1: rigged. Everything's broken, Eugene. Just, just face the fact You're an adult now. No, no. Don't,
0: don't give me more reasons to drink, Joe.
1: I don't have to give you your, your, your own reasons to drink.
0: That's true. But no. So, so every once in a while, I think somebody, somebody comes along that's not, not shifty and shitty. Or, yeah.
1: My, my, my philosophy is though, if you're an actor, actress, or sports player, or you're somebody important with millions of dollars. You're not a human being because you've got too much money to act like a human being. Yeah,
0: I, th- I think you disconnect yourself in some capacity there.
1: Well, what I'm saying is, like for example, I said to my buddy the other day. He works for a company, and he's in rec- rec- reconciliation. So you don't pay your bill. He comes out and says, hey, you didn't pay your bill. We're cutting you off. You can't buy anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the, the higher-ups in his company were working this this company. They owed $380,000. <laughs> they said, "Do you know, pay us hundred eighty thousand dollars and cut the rest. It's a fine. You don't have to pay the hundred eighty thousand. If I had, if I if I'm off my bank account by five dollars and I run five transactions, I've got what 100 dollars of the overdraft fees. Yeah. Like, where's the fair? Where's the fairness?
0: There isn't any there. But I was thinking about that the other day. How like credit card companies will do like a settlement agreement with you, mm-hmm. and what the what they're actually settling with you on is the uh, the real balance." The other stuff is like the the interest, so they're like the the other stuff is the made up money, that you owe.
1: Ah, so all the all the um, all the all the interest. Yeah, all the
0: interest and all the charges and the real money you owe is what they settle for. That's why they're like, oh, we'll settle this for you for seventy percent of what you owe. It's like, uh huh. See you, motherfuckers. Assholes.
1: Shitbags. I just heard in the, the other day how like I guess they're doing something with the home loans now, or like. You're paying extra if you have good credit to help people who don't have a good credit? <laughs> Fuck that. My one friend, I saw him flip that about. I'm like, I'm wanting to 5.8%, so unless you're going to do something behind my back.
0: And now they're doing 40 year loans, 40 year mortgages. Fuck that.
1: I'll take that. How are you going to be in 40 years? Just on them.
0: <laughs> I got but, no kids. <laughs> that's not true, Joe. Your dad's still alive and he's 90. So you, you might be paying that off right before.
1: Well, let's just say I might just take a drive off a short pier. <laughs> can't collect if you're dead.
0: Can't can't suicide in a the self-driving. They're not gonna let you.
1: Oh, you want a bed? They're not gonna
0: let you. You gotta. I'm
1: gonna hack that thing.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna keep an old fucking car somewhere hidden in a garage and whip that thing out, fucking uh, demolition man style.
1: Oh, uh, oh, I one of my favorite movies is I Robot. Because the whole thing of how, like, all this new technology comes out and all the old technology is, like, okay. And the old technology is trying to trade from the old from the new technology. He's like, are you driving a combustion engine? Well, like, yeah. That thing's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> They're all dangerous. It's all danger. But people don't have the ability to actually understand that. Like, if you understand what you were driving, you might not want to drive.
0: Yeah, it's like how many thousands of explosions are going on in that engine per fucking minute that keeps that car going. But it's controlled. <laughs> yeah. All learned from people that blew up their hands playing with dynamite.
1: Uh mm-hmm. huh. One of my favorite memes is on July third. This is the last day, some people have ten fingers. <laughs> yeah.
0: Unfortunately, very very true. Yep.
1: I think I've ran out of things to talk about. How about you?
0: I think I'm getting there. Yeah, I think we can wrap this one up. It's been Ooh, what an hour,
1: hour and two minutes. Not there bad. we go.
0: Not bad at all.
1: I well, like this new format. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's nice. it's not bad. I like the more free flowing stuff. Um, but
1: and remember, folks, if you have something you want to talk about, email us, call us, we'll talk about it. Yeah,
0: message us on the uh, the the Instagram. I know that one's active. I don't think I've done anything with Twitter because I I avoid Twitter just because every time I open it find myself enraged.
1: I guess I'll look at Twitter now. Thanks, Eugene. You're welcome, Joel. Goodbye, everybody. See ya.
0: That wraps up another episode of The Mention The Machine. If you would like to contact or subscribe to the podcast, please visit TheMentionTheMachine.com if you would like to leave a voicemail, please call four one two two nine four eight five five seven. That's the sound of the police.
1: Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. <laughs> In the background, you hear a running car and a siren and some music. Why? Because. I'm sick of waiting for everything to go quiet. So whatever well, happens, happens. I can handle the music. I can take that off. Yeah. The car's going be there for a little bit. That's okay. Yeah. This will be the longest intro blooper we ever had. 25 seconds.